what is up everybody it's been it's been a week it's, it's been, been too long week, it's been a long time your boys taylor dylan are back we uh gosh man it it, it has been a while i mean we, we 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 had like a week off and then you went on vacation yeah and i'm, I'm like I'm, you know what yeah. he's on vacation i'm gonna take a vacation uh didn't <laughs> get fair. anything done uh that's fair but here we are um it is christmas eve 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 as we record this we'll get posted on christmas eve eve uh but we just wanted to get something out of the way um talk some nfl stuff you know just some some news on things and then uh we got a, we got maybe one other one coming this week and we got a very special christmas episode coming saturday to you uh that you can listen to on christmas day or the day after christmas or December 27th, just around that holiday. And then once the new year hits, Dylan has promised me he's in full swing. I mean, he's Tiger Woods bringing the club all the way back and hitting as hard as he can. Uh, full swing into this. Um, no Major League Baseball strike over here. Look, look at you work golf into our podcast. That's golf impressive. Golf and baseball, back to back. Well, yeah, dude. Wow. Hey, listen, I'm Sidney Crosby hitting this puck, okay? I mean, <laughs> let's let's go. I'm now you're just getting carried away. I am. Uh, but Dylan went on vacation. How was vacation, buddy? Vacation was incredible. You Dylan, ever been to Tennessee? I ain't, I ain't never been to no Tennessee, Dylan. I ain't you need go to Tennessee. Tennessee. I ain't, Tennessee I will change go, your life. I've never been to Memphis. I've never been to no Tennessee, okay? But, hey, the one good thing about Tennessee, and while you were in Tennessee, you won yourself some money. I did. I did. Sports betting, legal in Tennessee. I smacked a, a NFL parlay the first day I was there. Eight game uh, parlay. Oh god, I don't even remember. Um, it might have been eight. I I picked like four money lines and a couple spreads, and um, I had the I hit the first seven, and I had the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Um, I think you they were the, they were playing the Packers minus fourteen and a half or something like that. It was eleven and a half, I think, and they yeah, were playing the Bears. They played the Bears. Yes. And they yeah, were down and so big. yeah, and so like it was looking great, and uh-huh. then they lost it, and then they ended up winning by fifteen or whatever. So it hit, um, pretty good. Uh, pretty proud was, of myself. I was hyped for you. Um, this just shows I, I, I I did some more throughout the week, and you know I I I throw a couple things down, lose it, and then I'd hit one for you know seventy or eighty bucks, and I'd throw it all away again. And I didn't. I never won anything else after my first one. But hey, listen, you hit that first one, and and, and for listeners that don't understand, like an eight game parlay. Not only is it very, very hard to do, but that's a big payout. Like Dylan, Dylan won himself some good money. It makes vacation just that much special, especially when you said it was first day. I mean, that just makes a week great. Like there's nothing that's right. Gonna yeah, it started off with a bang. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, it's it might be happening in Ohio within the next year. I yeah, mean, it would be incredible. So I actually hit. Let's see, I hit two that first day. I'm trying to look and see what they were. Um, so yeah, so it wasn't the one was an eight leg, it was actually two eight legs. Um, one was just eight money lines and the like eight teams that I thought had the best chance. And so it didn't win a whole ton, but it just kind of covered what I'd put down. And then the other one got risky. Um, there's a Seahawks spread, the Saints spread, Titans money line, Chargers spread, Broncos spread, uh, Chiefs money line, Raiders, Chiefs, um, the over, and then the Packers. Uh, spread so it was a pretty difficult one to put together um but uh, hey it 
it, it cashed out. It's pretty good. I mean, like I said, not only to hit eight, but to hit spreads and money lines. So just let, let's remind our listeners who maybe are getting into sports betting. So money line is just straight up who's going to win the game. So if it's this weekend, Chiefs and and Steelers, and I, I will pull up live money line of that game right now. Um, this is this is bad podcasting right here, but. We're gonna pull up the live money line. Chiefs and... Steelers on DraftKings is uh money line is Chiefs uh minus three fifty. So minus three fifty. So the Chiefs are the favorite, so it's minus three fifty. You have to bet three hundred fifty dollars to win one hundred. Now the Steelers then are or three three dollars and fifty cents if... to win a dollar. So yep. which if you were to bet three fifty, you win a dollar, so your payout is four fifty. So every three dollars and fifty cents that you bet on that game, yep. if you hit it, you win a dollar. And the Steelers is plus two ninety five on uh, Fanduel, plus two ninety five. You bet one hundred dollars to win two ninety five. So that's just straight up who's gonna who's gonna win. The favorite is a minus. The the uh, underdog is a plus, and then you have spread. So Kansas City is a minus seven half point favorite. So basically. You're saying that they're going to win that game and you're going to give the Steelers seven and a half free points. And the Chiefs not only are going to win the game, but they're going to have that seven and a half point advantage. And that's where it really starts to get difficult. So pick the winners. You know, sometimes, you you know, obviously there's upsets. And if you look at like the Cardinals and Lions this weekend, I mean, that's one where you'd think that the Cardinals were a lock and, you know, obviously the Lions destroyed them. Yeah. But usually those are, you know, if you can, you can pick six or eight a week, usually pretty easily. Um, but when you start getting into like the spreads, you know, that's when it gets difficult because, you know, a lot of these games end up, you know, being a field goal or, you know, yep. six point games, you know. And so when you're picking spreads that are nine and 11 and a half or whatever, I mean, you're really like taking a risk with that. Well, and that's what that's where you win more money, too. Yep. And absolutely. And, and that's why, like, m- most of the time when you see a spread, it's always going to be that point five, like seven and a half. Not only is it saying the Chiefs are going to win by touchdown, but you got to get that extra point field goal, whatever. And you, I mean, two point conversion, field goal, extra field goal, extra touchdown. Like it's got to be two scores, not just a regular touchdown. Like so, it, they add that half just to make it a little bit more tricky. Because you know what happens if they're up ten with minute half left, Pittsburgh kicks a field goal and then nobody scores again. It's only seven. You know, if you had the Chiefs minus seven and a half, sorry. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, it, and it gets tricky like that. So. And there's there's times where it happens where people think stuff's rigged, like something crazy happens right at the end and it mm-hmm. throws off all the bets and it goes the opposite way and people think stuff's rigged and whatnot, but it's all it's all luck is really what it is. It's all luck. It's not luck if you know you're gonna win. Well, that's yeah, that's true. I knew I was gonna win this one. Uh a lot of the time it's luck though. So but good for Dylan, uh winning some money on his vacation. It was an interesting week of football the last two weeks while you were gone. Was it um, really? COVID is really, really taking its toll in the NFL, not just the NFL, the NFL, the NBA, hockey, and even college football a little bit. Uh, there's some things going on. This uh, Omicron variant is, uh, it does not care who you are. It does not care what you look like. It does not care what you believe in, anything. We went from like one case to like half the country having it in two uh-huh. weeks. Like, uh, this is insane. We're we're even seeing it like around here. Like, I mean, I, I worked right beside an urgent care uh, today. I mean, it lined up around the building. You know, I mean, it's just insane how how quick this thing's taking over. It's it's not affecting high school basketball though. That's for sure. 
We will not, not let yet. Omicron or Omicron affect us. But anyway, this Taylor over there with a little bit of a cough. No, no <laughs> cough for me, boys. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We, but uh, no, seriously, it it really has affected a lot of things. And I mean, you know, the NFL uh, bows down to the Browns to give them whatever they want, moves the game for them. Browns still can't get a win. I mean, you, we we got do we got what. One player back from moving it two days. I mean, they still tried to help you guys out. They did everything they could to give the Browns the you know best chance to win, and they still can't get it done. Which you know what, whatever. I mean, the Steelers can play powerhouse do with it, and defense shows up like defense hasn't showed up in a long time. Gets a W. Now we're gonna go play Kansas City. You know, I'm surprised that game has been moved already. Now that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey probably out. I'm surprised they haven't said, like, we'll play this next Friday for you guys to be healthy. But let's go in there, beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and just ride our way into the playoffs. We talking a real note here? I guess the Chiefs are getting it pretty bad. If it continues, it that game will get moved. And then you'll go on your little rant, oh, we're going to help the Chiefs win. Let's get all their players back so they yep. can beat us. Like, you're not going to lose anyways. Really? Yeah, like, probably. Seven and a half, bro. Week, lock of the week, Steelers plus 295. <laughs> No, but it's it's crazy because we moved we what we moved three games this weekend. Um, I mean, I I'm not gonna lie, I kind of loved the little Monday night doubleheader Tuesday night. I didn't like that they're at the same time for the yeah. Tuesday night games, but I mean, we're talking like with, with the Christmas weekend and, and these Saturday games, we're talking eight out of ten days with NFL football. Oh, who yeah. is not a fan of that? No, uh, we are the. If you're a fan of football, you're very spoiled with, with, with what's going on. Um, they got no time for college bowl games. We got NFL football to hey, watch. Some of these bowl games. I was one growing up that I always loved as many bowl games as possible. I did too. I with, did too. With how college football is changing and my stance on college football changing a little bit, which we will get into in later episodes, you know, these bowl games just. We're so against everything right now. It's almost like we're boycotting, you know? Well, maybe we're just. And, and, you know, we didn't make the playoffs, so I mean, it's, maybe, we don't really care just anymore. Upset Buckeye fans, probably that's what's going on. Um, but we'll talk to college football towards the end of this episode. Um, I, I just do want to say one more thing about about COVID with within sports right now. It is, like I said, it's affecting every sport a lot. Um, the NBA's, you know, postponing games like crazy. Ho- National Hockey League said, "Hey, we're going to cancel all games or postpone all games between Tuesday and Christmas Day." Like. Hmm. I mean, they're taking four days off just to give people time sure. to, you know, get over this. Um, it it really is affecting a lot of things, and I just hope that with the NFL being in the prime of its season right now, these last four weeks as playoffs get closer. I mean, there's like 27 or 32 teams right now in the NFL still playing for a playoff spot. Right. Like, how insane sure. is that? That all these games mean something, and just another reason why college football needs to expand their playoff situation a little bit more. Sure. Um, you know, all but all these teams are playing for something. If key guys are going to be out, or you're going to like the Browns, not only did they get their game from Saturday move to Monday, but they're still playing Saturday this week. That's one, right? Less, I mean, that's two less days they have to prep for a game against Green Bay, like a big, big, meaningful game, right? And, and Green um, Bay's Green Bay's got issues. I mean, we're still working on getting our guys back. We just well, we got Hooper and uh stefanski back today but then we lost greedy williams to the COVID list mm-hmm. uh green bay's got problems the uh valdez scantling the receiver uh there's somebody else uh kenny clark and i think nose tackle but to hit on like what you're saying like i mean it's not just nfl i mean it's every 
every sports league. Cause if, when you look at like the NBA, the only, it's not the only, but I mean like the big positive, like I see out of this like whole COVID thing is like the, the they're granting these hardship exceptions to where, and they're allowing these teams to sign players, you know, giving guys chances that wouldn't typically get a chance, you know, right. in a normal situation. So, and then like, uh, I think it was a Celtics signed Joe Johnson. Yeah, to attend a contract. 40 years I mean, old. The, the Lakers just brought back Isaiah Thomas. But the one right, thing yes. about it is like the, the timing of it all. Like I said, with call, with the NFL, it's these, these prime weeks. Um, with college football, I mean, you got these major bowl games coming up. The the college football playoff semifinal games are coming up, and, and we're going to talk about those rules in just a second. But the NBA, I mean, they start in October, end of October. But a lot of people don't start paying attention until Christmas Day. And your right. Christmas Day marquee game of Lakers and Nets is really going to be affected by COVID and 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 who can play and who can't. And um, is Kyrie playing? Uh, you can't play in Cal. California is one of the states he can't play in. Oh, really? So, so yeah. they're. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. I didn't know if I didn't know if they were going to have him back in time for that. Anyways, but yeah. okay. Um. So I mean, it, it just it's it's a very crappy time for it all happen and. You know, speaking of the college football thing, so there wasn't they made their kind of uh regulations or whatever for it today. And basically that of the four play four playoff teams, if one of them test negative or test positive and there's an outbreak on the team and, and they don't have enough players, then that semifinal game winner automatically advances. Like automatically advances. So I guess I'm rooting for every Michigan player to get it so we don't even get a chance to play because how awesome would that be? Um but then uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know, but then I can understand, I can understand their logic, but like, that's, um, I don't know. I guess what else do you do, you know, in that situation? You can't put another team in the playoff, can you? Call up Ohio State, we'll be ready anytime, anywhere. But anyway, <laughs> um, if, if, if let's just say Georgia and Alabama both win their semifinal games and they're getting ready to go meet in the national championship. And both those teams have outbreaks. Michigan and Cincinnati would get to go play in the national championship. Or let's just say Alabama wins, beats Cincinnati, Georgia beats Michigan, and Georgia has an outbreak. They not, they're not just going to crown Alabama's national champions. Michigan needs to go play. Like how, even if they lose. Even if they lose, how absurd is that? that you're going to allow a team to lose but go get to play again. When last year Ohio State had COVID issue after COVID issue and Bama didn't test their players after the SEC championship game and they had nobody missing. Yeah, that's – I I didn't understand that part of it, the whole even if you lose, if, you if you know, the winner tests positive and can't, you know, they get so many and can't play. I didn't understand – I didn't realize that. that. That doesn't make sense. I, if you I lose, mean, you're out. I could be wrong, but I am 99% sure that's what they said. And But semifinal games, if a team tests positive and, or there's an outbreak, then the other team automatically advances. So, I don't know. I mean, what if Georgia and, what ridiculous if Georgia and Michigan times, both dude. Have, have outbreaks? Are you going to just have Alabama versus Cincinnati be the national championship? Yeah. <laughs> or does the Rose Bowl become the de facto semifinal game? <laughs> I like that Wouldn't idea. That'd be something. I like that idea a lot. Um, but it's just it's crazy, man. It really is affecting things at kind of the worst time, you know. And sure. uh it I mean, Ohio State basketball, they've they've canceled two games this week, this last week because of COVID. I mean, it yep. is it is really taking a toll on things right now. Um, 
transition to a little bit of a lighter note. Can you believe what Cooper Cup is doing? <laughs> Insane. Cooper Cup is having one of the best receiving re- seasons as a receiver ever. I mean, he the is, best, the he best. Is, he is lining up as a receiver, a tight end in the backfield, a slot receiver. Um, you know, your your furthest receiver out on the line. Like he is doing everything and anything. He is the smartest man on the Rams offense, and that includes Sean McVay. I mean, he he has to know every position of everything because he's asked to do it all, and he's excelling at it. He is so, so good. And what do you think that is? Do you think that's a, a, a change in the play calling? Do you think that's Matthew Stafford? I think what, it's a what little is bit it? of Cooper Cup being really good, a little bit of play calling changes, a little bit of trust, a little bit of Matthew Stafford. I mean, it is a little bit of everything that has allowed Cooper Cup to become his best self. I will say the one from last night, the one touchdown. Um, when Stafford threw the ball, Cup was not open. Mm-hmm. I think that was the because he was it was a deep safety and he had a guy underneath him and a guy tailing him right on his hip. And I mean, he was not open when the ball was thrown. He was coming mm-hmm. into an open window, and so I think at the, in that aspect of it, that's Stafford knowing where his receiver is going and what the coverage is and finding the receiver where he's open, and then he just ran into the end zone. Um, I, w- I would definitely, I, I think my opinion is definitely Stafford. I, I think early on he developed that trust with Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and with Robert Woods going down, um, you know, obviously they brought in Odell and they've had Van Jefferson, but you know, Van Jefferson's a rookie and you know, he's just just coming on. And you know, Odell got there late. Or is Van Jefferson a rookie this year? His second year, no, he's a rookie. Where is he out of? I don't remember. Florida. Oh, yes. Uh, he might be a rookie. I'm not sure. I think he is. But but still, no. I mean, Cup's that day one guy. I mean, and I'm sure they've worked. As soon as Stafford got there, I'm sure they went to work. And, and a lot of it's underneath, and, and Cup does a lot after the catch. Um, But, I mean, it really, I mean, what, what's going on when you get that trust? I mean, that could happen with anybody. And it just so happens that it's Cup, who's already, a, you know, a top going in this year. He's top 20 receiver easily in the nfl i mean i don't know where he was at. i don't really remember because he's on top of the probably, world now but going into this year i mean i would say he was a top 10 but it definitely wasn't like anything above seven like it, he right fall in that eight nine ten category for me sure you know after this year if i were to rank him he's number one man like how yeah. could you not right yeah no absolutely and, and, and again i mean it's a, it's a lot to do it has to be a lot to do with stafford and having that trust yep Absolutely, you know, and you can't knowing that knowing that it. he's going to get the ball, knowing where he's going to end up on the routes, and he can throw it, and, and Cup's going to run underneath it and catch it. So, um, another great player I want to talk about that just made plays on prime time when it did when it mattered the most. Give Jonathan Taylor the MVP. Yep, that dude is the most valuable player in the NFL this year. He has completely put uh, Indianapolis on his back. You know, New England's made a comeback. They get a stop right there. They probably score again and then send it to the overtime and, and, and get the win. When a running back is able to run the ball, <clears throat> when everybody knows that he's getting the ball and you run up the middle, you know, uh, got the saying that you cut the fat on your run. When you cut the fat and you just, you're not rushing the outside, you're following your blockers and you're just taking that right angle just correctly up the field and you just take off. That's that's where you score touchdowns, cutting the fat. That touchdown that he did, the 68-yard touchdown, cut the fat, it's a touchdown. I mean, he is so – He's good. done it all year. And, and all not year. only has he done it all year, He that's what he did at Wisconsin over and over and over again. Yep. And uh, 
is he going to get is he going to get anywhere near that uh, single season rushing record? No, I don't think. I mean, he's. I don't think so. But it's it's not about the rushing yards per se. It's more about the productivity of it. Oh he sure, and, has, and, I mean, he's not run the ball as much as even Adrian Peterson was here. He got close. Sure. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of times he's getting, you know, less than 20 carries a game, but yeah, but some he's games he's catching, catching balls out of the backfield. Right, like this right. all purpose yards are pretty high and it, it right. scores touchdowns. I mean, what's more important, some yards or touchdowns? I mean, give me touchdowns. Right. That, that means points, right. you know? And, and like you said, I mean, most valuable player, I mean, clearly, you know, uh, if, if Jonathan Taylor isn't there, you know, it, it, say they're playing Marlon Mack, Carson Wentz, who knows if he's got a job next year? Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor, like you said, most valuable. He's making that offense. He's making it easy for Carson Wentz, yep. um, for them to succeed. And, and I'm a believer in Carson Wentz. I, I think he can still make a good career, or, or have a good career. Um, and, and I, Jonathan Taylor definitely helps. So absolutely. Um, so in the season of giving, Dylan, I want you to pick one thing that you would give the Cleveland Browns the rest of the season that would help you guys win a Super Bowl. You can choose anything uh, Cooper you know, cup, anything within reason, anything within reason. That's real Cooper mistake. cup. <laughs> okay. I, I still don't think that reason. Well, obviously I think number one's health, mm-hmm. you know, get rid of COVID You know, get all the, get, I think if we get everybody back, you, know, you said Super Bowl, but I mean, I'm still thinking make the playoffs. You know, if we can get everybody back and healthy, I mean, I think that would be the the number one thing that I could wish for for us to have a chance at making the playoffs. Um, within reason, I mean, that's, I think that that obviously is the biggest thing. I don't, I can't even think of anything else. That that that's it. I mean, if we can't get these guys back to play, like Saturday, you know, we have no chance to beat Green Bay. You know, if we don't have, could, could we lost so many starters without like fifteen starters. You know, it's it's crazy to to think that we went and almost won that game. You know, with like six or seven starters. Probably. So you're right. Probably probably would want it. Uh, we but no, but yeah, for real, getting all our guys back. I mean, that yeah, uh, yeah clearly that's the number one thing we wish for. Um, I for the Steelers, I would pick the offensive line to become the best in the NFL. If our offensive line became the best in the NFL over the next three weeks and we make the playoffs, we win the Super Bowl. Because what it takes to win the Super Bowl is have a dominant O-line and dominant D-line. When the Steelers have T.J. Watt, they have a dominant D-line. And and I, I'm i going to make a case for T.J. Watt to be the NFL MVP, but I know he's not going to because of the reason I said. Because so, of Cameron Hayward. T.J. Watt, when he I forget, the, I forget the exact percentage, but I think it's like when he plays like 75% of our snaps in a game, we are 6-2-1. and one. Or maybe just six and two. When he plays less than twenty five percent of the snaps, we're oh four and one. And it is, I mean, it is insane how much this guy impact affects everything on the defense, which affects how we play offensively. Now he's missed essentially four games, and you can't give the MVP to somebody that missed four games. So that's why he's out of the running. But he definitely should be the defense player of the year. I mean, he is the best player on defense in the NFL, um, one of the best in the NFL. You give us a dominant O line, <clears throat> the run game takes off. Ben has some protection. We win a Super Bowl with a with a great great O line this year. But you know, when you started going, I really thought that you might say cut Chase Claypool. But uh, we're not that lucky. <laughs> but no, it's when you talk about your defense, 
you got to talk about Cameron Hayward. Dude is he's been in the league for how many years now? And he's having this is what ninth year. Nine Something or like ten. That. And the thing is, is and he is having year, the best year of his career. He was having a great year last year, and I said that was the best year, and he can't top it. I mean, he has. Uh, he is an absolute all-star. I, I love Cameron Hayward. Obviously, Ohio State guy. Um, He he is great. No, I will say, maybe you won't agree with me. You know, when you're talking, when you've got Watt in there, and so when Watt and Hayward are playing, obviously, you can't double them both. You know, sometimes you can, but you can't get away with it the whole game. Right. So, I mean, I think that's a lot of where Watt is succeeding is having that other big playmaker, big playmaker there on the front. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, I, I would have to say that that's a lot that's helping with his numbers, you know, his sack numbers and then how productive you guys are when he's on the field. But, man, when he's on the field, he is he is productive. He's good. No, I, I, he's good. I, I still going to argue if he's the best defensive player because I still think Miles is good. But, you know, it's the same thing for the Browns. I mean, we, we, Tack McKinley just tore his Achilles. I think it was his Achilles. Um, you know, so when Miles is in there, he can get doubled every time because we don't, you know, Clowney's in there sometimes. But, but I mean, they're, they're, they're doubling Miles every time. So he's not having that one on one success that, that TJ Watt's having. Or like Nick Bosa. Nick is doing Bosa's the same thing. Too. He gets a lot of one-on-ones, and he just runs right by him. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan, I really don't have anything else to say for this episode. Are you uh, – you got any, uh, any other points you want to bring up, anything that you want to address regarding the NFL season that the past few weeks that we've been gone and kind of the, the next week going forward? No, I think we really got up to speed on most everything that we missed. Um, I know you talked about it prior to getting on here. Um, you wanted to hit on the bowl games with uh, Texas A&M backing out of their bowl game. Oh yeah. They are. They had, they had too many COVID cases. They had to withdraw yep. from it. Um, I think they're just scared of Wake Forest. So, so they're looking for somebody else to play that. Are they looking mm-hmm. for a team that's not playing a bowl game or somebody that's already played one? So basically if like another bowl game gets canceled because of it, okay. those two, well, when is that up. game? Do you know? Uh, I think it's the 31st. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, if they can't find anybody, you know who they should play? Nebraska. Who should they play? It'd be a good game. Hey. It'd be close. That's not a bad idea. Although no. I bet they probably, it, I doubt they, it would ever happen because they, they haven't have been. enough wins to be technically be eligible. Oh, right. And they haven't been prepping for it or anything. Yeah. And yeah, so. Um, do your, do your Browns win at Green Bay on Saturday? I think it depends on who we get back. If ever, uh, let's just assume Baker's back and and most of see, most I don't of even think are. I don't even think necessarily Baker. I, I'm not worried about the quarterback position because Nick Mullins. I mean, did everything we could ask for. Nick Mullins is a, is a true. He's like a Case Keenum. He's that he's that top backup. He is a and true I, backup. I, yes. He he right, but he doesn't deserve to be buried. Uh, you know, as a third stringer. I mean, he he played well. Mm-hmm. You know, but um. I, I think, you know, get our, our weapons, uh, you know, Jarvis, Hooper, those guys on offense, um, get the full offensive line, uh, you know, get, get that secondary and, and all the linebackers back. We got Jacob Phillips back today. That was the other one that came back. So I mean, we're getting there, and, and I think each day we get closer, we'll get, you know, a couple more players, and, and hopefully we'll be close, you know, at least have like 16 or 18 starters back. So we'll see. I mean, I think we have a chance, but Aaron Rodgers, he's a bad man. It's a bad man, and it's at Green Bay. That's gonna be tough, right? Um, On Christmas, you know, it's, it's gonna be electric. It's it'll be tough. It'll be tough. 
the Steelers played on Christmas a few years ago, and it, I mean, it was fun to watch. I mean, it's just it's really cool to watch that game on Christmas Day. You know, sure, yeah. Have, have the game separate. Everybody's kind of doing their stuff. Um, you know, you know what that sucks for the NFL games on Christmas Day. It sucks for the NBA. So many viewers are going to lose to these NFL games. Well, I mean, COVID, COVID's really going to that's going to affect the NBA anyway. I mean, if Kevin Durant, right, yeah, and, and that too. Out, so. Anthony yeah. Davis already out with a knee injury. I mean, if if, if stars are out, the NBA is going to really um, sure not do well that day. Speaking of stars, Luca hit the COVID list today. I don't know if you saw really? that. Really? Yep. Nope. I mean, I'm not surprised, yeah. and it, it's it's passing through. It's it's going to happen, but yep, they'll, they'll get through it. So, um, Dylan, I got nothing else for you. I, this is uh, good. It's a good little catch up, kind of get up to speed on everything that's happened these last couple of weeks, and kind of get and, geared uh, towards the playoff and everything coming up. Dylan and I, pretty soon, next week, we got to do it next week, full Ohio State-Utah Rose Bowl preview episode, and then we'll touch a little bit on the on the playoff games. Um, I don't care about those as much as, obviously, I would normally, but we'll still talk about those. We'll, we'll get we'll do a full college football one next week. Um, maybe be on lookout for another one this week, but Saturday, Christmas episode, we got that coming for you. Uh, Rose Bowl preview next week, and then after the new year, I mean, we're going to hit this thing hard. Bring this in a new direction starting 2022. You with me, Dylan? I'm with you. Let's do All it. Right. I'm excited. We'll keep I'm going. In. Keep pushing. Need this a little fun. bit of time. I enjoy it, dude. Need a little bit of time to get the mind right. Uh, but we we will we'll get past it and we uh we're gonna we're gonna flourish. <clears throat> Dylan, we always say the next one is our best one, but this one was pretty good itself, though. It's pretty good. The last few we've done have been pretty good. <laughs> But next one, it's the best one yet. Always going to be the best one yet.